welcome to a new episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast. And now here are your hosts, Eric Calvino, Ivan Ocampo, and Jim Rodriguez. And the good times continue on the Cigar Snob Magazine Podcast. Wait, this is, there are levels in this world, y estamos on another level. As the kids oh, have yeah. said, we have leveled up with my guys, Ivan Ocampo and Eric Calvino. Oi, what pretty faces you all have. What's up, Jimmy Jimmy? <laughs> Oi, nice hat, nice shirt. Right. That's rocking. See, well, like you know, you, you know, you got to know where you, you are, right? You got to know your audience. Well, you well happy you're along on the Cigar Snob Mag Magazine, uh, Cigar Snob Magazine podcast. Not Magazine Modcast, because that would have been a, a <laughs> well, different show. That's on the weekends. But listen, we we this is a brand new era in, in our show. We are on video and audio. So, preparate. So the diet starts today. That's right. <laughs> we're doing we're doing uh, keto. We're doing fasting. We're All of doing it. Atkins. We're doing whatever it is. We're doing. Well, either way, we're happy you're with us. We're gonna have a great time today, smoking one of my all-time favorite cigars. This was like Christmas morning when I walked in and saw this. Had no idea. Oh, by the way, I am. But we're gonna get into that later. But I love. This smoke. This is one of my favorites of all time. He, know, he all knows right. his cigars. Yeah. We're going to talk to Rafael Nodal. He just won the U.S. Open. He just, oh, no, not him. Not him. <laughs> He's still good on Sorry, clay. Rafa. <laughs> no, Rafael Nodal from Altadis. Or Altadis. Yeah, Altadis. Yeah. Altadis. Altadis. He's, uh, he's the man. Yeah. He's, uh, he's the man over there. He produces all of the, he manages all the cigar production, right? Yeah. So from the U.S. Guy. side, not at the factory level. So we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna share a smoke with him. We're gonna get into some South American wine. That's right. You know that's one thing people have always told me. Like, hey, I love the show. You guys are drinking whiskeys and scotches and bourbons and beers. But what about wine? So we're gonna get into some South American wine. But first, Jasper, Dimelo. If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range. Kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora Cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez, who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. Made in four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto. The La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one and 
Tell them Jasper sent you. Man, oh man, I could hear Jasper like read the phone book. Anything that guy says, <laughs> I, amazing. I love that dude. I love that. And Chente. Chente's looking strong. Always, man. Chente's Always. Looking you know, he strong. got the memo on the diet way before all right, of us. Right. So you he's know. like, he's jacked. I think we, we should call it the Chente diet. The a, Chente, yeah, a, that's a good point. A, a little hay, a little, you know, a little bourbon, but that's, you know, that, that's only on the weekends. All right. So I was hyping this thing up. One of my favorite cigars is that's what we're going to talk about today. Caballeros que fuman. We are smoking the Monte Cristo 1935 Anniversary Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. It is uh, is available in five sizes, including the the newest size, the Espeso five and a half by sixty. That's a that's a thick one. Uh, but today we are smoking the six by fifty four Toro. It's made in Nicaragua at the AJ Fernandez uh, factory, and it's a Nicaraguan puro. It's a Nicaragua wrapper binder filler with an MSRP of sixteen ninety one. This cigar scored extremely well in uh, mm-hmm. in issues of the magazine. It was in the top twenty five last year. I forget the number. Uh, we can look that up later. Uh, but it scored very, very well. I think it was top five. And uh, man, I think that uh, I'll let you guys say your thoughts on it first before I tell you what what flavors I get. What do you guys? Well, I know you love it. Uh, yeah. From an appearance standpoint, it just looks beautiful. Yeah, like the wrapper classic, so. is classic, right? It's perfect. It's a soft box press. Um, it looks like a special occasion cigar, and I think it smokes like one too. Yeah, you know, and that's fair at that price at at sixteen ninety one MSRP. That is, it's kind of special occasion, right? And and it tastes like one. But Jimmy, I want you, I want to hear your thoughts. Well, on Well, the on first it. thing about this is it's it's very it's bold. This is this is not yeah. a, this is I don't think this is not a morning cigar. This is this is an, an evening. The stars are out. You've got a nice uh, glass of something in your hand. You're staring at the pool with your significant others. And what what I've always loved about this cigar is that it looks like it has a tuxedo. Because first of all, you know the 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 wrapper is, is, has that dark shade to it, and then the the label is kind of like gold is gold and black. So it almost looks like it's a tuxedo with a with, with a tie with like a bow tie. It's it, but you hit it, Ivan. It's very classy, very classic. Um, and again, just from the minute you light it. You can just see the the way it's ashing, the way it smokes, and and it grabs your attention from the jump. I mean, it's not it's not a it's not mild for me and for my case. It, it's, I feel it, like it's like a medium plus. Not, it, it, it's it not grabs over, you. It's not it very, grabs your very attention. full strength, but yeah. But it is full flavor. Yes, mm-hmm. like on the you know, if you think of the cigars that you've smoked in your lifetime, what's the most flavorful and least flavorful? Where does it sit in that scale? And I think it's it's up there in terms of full flavor. Like there is. Again, there's just tons of waves of flavors coming at you. Oh, yeah. I think there's like a, it opens with a ton of dark chocolate. Yep. Like bittersweet, dark chocolate, all up in your grill. And then you, and it gets, it's like balanced by a really nice pepper. And, and I think there's also like a, like a ripe, like raspberry type of note in there, like a ripe fruit note. There's sweetness in there. Yeah. And it's, to me, it's kind of like a, like a German chocolate cake type of cigar. You know that German chocolate has that dark chocolate, mm-hmm. and then it also has that raspberry. Uh, that's kind of what it does. Like that's the the mental picture I get with this cigar is German chocolate cake. That that's just what it does for me. And for me, it's it's very kind of like I, I almost get a, a a a hint, a wave, and maybe that's what it's coming. I almost get some some leather, just a, a very 
on the aroma absolutely yeah very much like you're sitting in that in your man cave or you're yeah. at your favorite lounge and you're just settling in and and, and, the, and and the chair is starting to kind of wrap around you and stuff I, I, you can tell I like this. <laughs> yeah, I like that. He's, a, he's having a romantic I'm affair a with, a, with a couch. Me and me, me and me and my stogie are having a, a moment. I yeah. almost said me and my stick, but that, that but that's that another, would have sounded. But that's another. Yeah, show. I'm glad you didn't. Say I'm that. glad I didn't say that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so we're gonna talk to Rafael Nodal mm-hmm. uh, later on in the share smoke segment. Rafael is is like a, a consummate gentleman of yeah. the cigar business. Yeah. You know, plays the piano. He knows more about cigars than most of us can ever hope uh this is a, a wonderful dude i mean we've we've had a great relationship with him for years uh since before he was at altidus when he had his own company um he's he's been a great friend of the magazine and uh can't wait to to have him on i do have a question for you guys because this is all nika all the time i mean everything is nicaraguan the wrapper the binder the filler Yep. Um, and you know, you, you see, you don't see, I don't think you see it enough. I, I think you see, you see, you know, you, you, it's a blend of wrappers and fillers and stuff. Is that what really brings out that, that flavor? Because it's all one, one country, so to speak. Well, I mean, look, Nicaragua, Nicaragua has the variety of, of, uh, tobacco types, right. And varietals that even though it's a Nicaraguan puro, it doesn't mean that it's all coming from the same field, the same, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like that. Uh, it's a variety of different tobacco fields throughout and different varietals throughout, right? And they use the different tobaccos to get different different elements, right? Like the sweetness and the and the pepper and, and earth from from Esteli, right? And the sweetness of Condega, right? So it's it all they kind of blend it. So even though it's one country, uh, Nicaragua has a ton of variety in what it can do. And right? it and it really is, Ivan. It's Nicaragua is seemingly the center of the cigar universe these days. It really is, and um, and AJ Fernandez is producing, you know, some of the best cigars, world class, yeah, world class. So you're 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 entrusting a great cigar maker to make a premium line for you, and you can't go That's wrong. That's a good point because that was a big deal, right? Like this is this is not like an inc- oh, like let's just have AJ make that cigar. For sure, you. no, mm-hmm. this is a big release, right? Mm-hmm. This was a this was an important cigar in the Monte Cristo portfolio. Monte Cristo is, you know, arguably the most historic uh cigar brand and so when you're celebrating the the anniversary like that 1935 is when the brand started it's an important release and so to for ha- to have rafael and altidus trust aj fernandez to make that and to hit it out of the park is uh it, you know it's noteworthy and the thing is that we tasted that and it scored in our top 25 hmm. we tasted it probably middle of last year then retasted it for the top 25 late in the year and here we are, it's almost November, we're tasting it, and it's still outrageously good. That means that he has maintained that level of quality batch after batch. Yeah, and, and there, are, there, are, there are a few brands, a few labels, that it doesn't matter when, where, climate, it's always a good stick. It always delivers, and, that, and that's the amazing part. There's maybe, in my, I mean, in my experience, would, there's maybe three or four, you know, Faces, labels that can that can make that claim, and Monte Cristo always does that. You know, you're always going to get a good a cigar with them. Yep. Yeah, you're going into a cigar shop and you're paying fifteen dollars for a cigar. You want to make sure you're getting a good one. You are not getting cheated out of the cigar. This thing is excellent. If you look at the burn right here, it's absolutely perfect. I mean, it looks like a perfectly mm-hmm. constructed cigar, yeah, which it is, here, but, and yeah. it smokes deliciously. Yeah, you can't screw up the lighting of it. You can't. It'll 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 fix itself. It's, yeah, it's you know, it's true. 
you know, you're like, fl- you're flying a seven seventy seven on autopilot. It's funny that you should say that. So the uh, those like those old Cuban cigar makers, mm-hmm. a lot of them. Like I remember, for example, uh, Hibet Oliva, rest in peace. He would light the cigar. He would just light one corner of it, right? And when I was younger, that I, you know, spending time with him a lot, and he would light just the corner. Oh. And then the first time I saw that, I was like, you know, Hibeto, like you, you didn't light it all the way. And he looked at me like, "Thanks, come buddy. on, <laughs> you know, like please." <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, no." And then you know, but he was a, a very gracious man. And uh, and so he he told me no 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 I just I like the corner because I want to see that it's going to catch up all the way around and it's going to burn even even though I only lit one corner of it mm. and that's how he would do it which I, I thought was and, and you see that a lot with the older guys they don't you know they don't do the the thing where we do where we toast it and we gotta burn it perfectly and I'm like I'm a pain in the butt about it like <laughs> I will get way into it and I will blow on the corner to make sure that it's burning even those guys they don't do that. Right. If if they need to do that, then they feel like they didn't do their job. And I think that's that's, that's a really cool feature. That's wild, right? That yeah. is wild. All right. So we know with the Montes and even at the price point, it's always going to be good. But there's also a way, and not everything has to be a $16, $20, $25 cigar. We're going to get into that next in our X's and O segment. X's and O's. And we're going to go reach out to our friend who wrote, the, who wrote us this and says, hello, all. I discovered your podcast earlier this year, thank you, and have been hooked ever since. Love the content and knowledge for novices like me. Started smoking cigars when I turned 18, that's about five years ago. Yeah, me too. And I cut my teeth, so to speak, on cheap Cuban rounds in college, typically spending three bucks a stick just smoking to smoke. And over the last years, I've started to develop more of a palate and preferences that I'm trying to learn what I like. Typically, he smokes two to three times a week, usually one cigar, maybe more if he's with friends. Uh, what recommendations do you have for quality budget smokes? And I say budget, meaning in the 8 to $10 range. He's 23, wife, 10-month-old, congratulations. Um, and that takes up a lot of, of his finances, as it should. Uh, what are your recommendations for consistent smokes that don't break the bank that can expand the cigar profile? And that's from Cade Ferguson. Oh, did you come to the right place, Cade? Oh, thank you for that, Cade. That was awesome. Like, that's a great question, and it's almost like a, like he served it up like a Thanks. perfect right? set for like that's what we're here for. Kind of like my good volleyball, kind, like kind of like my Dodgers in the postseason. <laughs> Just like my Dodgers in the postseason. Womp 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 All right, so uh, so yeah, Cade, you came to the right place. So we have this section that we started. We all know prices have been skyrocketing across the board, and so back in our May. June 2022 issue, as Jim fights with the magazine, uh, we came out with this uh, this segment we call Inflation Buster. And we've done it now three times. Brilliant. And uh, we plan to continue doing it. But the idea for the very first one, which we'll we'll go to shortly, uh, it was nine excellent cigars under nine bucks. And by excellent, we mean 91 or above. Mm -hmm. So if it was, uh, I think, let me see. Yeah. So if it was you you can have a great cigar at 90 bucks at, at a 90 point scale right it'd mm-hmm. still be a great cigar mm-hmm. but we wanted excellent so we went with cigars that were rated 91 or above with a vitola or a shape 5 by 50 or larger so yeah of course you can get a uh, cheaper a, cigar a, if it's yeah, smaller a sure. petite yeah. corona and and have it 9 bucks and you know that's not a great value though right the idea here was value so so uh what i want to do is why don't we we all have the magazine in front of us. Here, let me mm-hmm. show the cover. 
We all have the May-June issue and the July-August. Why don't we pick one cigar? Well, each, each of us picks one cigar that you, if you were walking into a cigar shop tomorrow and you hadn't passed by here first to pick up your cigars <laughs> like you guys do, uh, you walked in, which one of these are you picking? So do you want me to run the list first or do you want to just, just pick from it? Let's just pick. Yeah, I think it's too many. So let's go. So Jimmy... Let's- well, yeah. you go first. For me, for me, and and it just so happens to be this 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 maker, this you know, this brand was, you know, highly touted by Cigar Snob magazine. I love the Oliva Serie G. Hey, the set the no, but you're in the, the you're in the July one. August. You're I'm in the July you're August? in the nine under seven. Nine and oh, nine. oh, we I guess maybe we should have started with the under seven. Well, huh? well that's all right. Go stick to nine. All right, well, then we'll go to nine. One of my favorite people is the My Father La Gran Oferta. I love My Father's. Killer, killer I will, smoke. First thing I do, one of the first things I do, if, if I don't want to spend, you know, the $16, $20 that day, I go find a My Father, and it's always in the great budget, and La Gran Oferta, no pun intended. Yeah, right, aptly what you named, want it to right? be. La, La Gran Oferta in English means the great offer, and it's, uh, it's actually a perfectly applicable here. It's... 92 points. So the one that you're talking about is the 5x50 Robusto. Mm-hmm. My father, La Gran Oferta, 92 points at $8.10 MSRP. At least when we when we, when we we compiled this in May. Prices could change a little bit, but Probably not, not by that much. Not by much. Yeah. So that's a fantastic Great choice. cigar. Great cigar. Never goes I, wrong with it. I'm pretty sure I know what Ivan's going to pick. I bet you don't. Oh. Really? Dun, dun, I bet dun. you don't. I'll, I'll tell you honestly if, if that was what I was guessing. Okay. So go ahead. Let us have it. Because I'm going to be a bit of a contrarian. Oh, you are? Yeah. Today? Uh, all right. No, I, usu- <laughs> I, I usually am. I usually am. And yeah, right. Today. My humidor has a lot of Maduros. I smoke a lot of Maduros on a daily basis. And I want to go a little different this time because I think it's such a great cigar with a lot of flavor. And it it kind of, I don't, I don't think you expect it if you don't know the cigar. But once you start smoking it, it's a, it's a great cigar. It's the Agonorsa Leaf Connecticut. Uh, Is that? That's not what I thought you were going to pick. I didn't think Although so. I know you love that cigar. I do. Uh, yeah. I, th- I thought you were going also. Um, so you, you get a tremendous amount of flavor out of a Connecticut shade wrapper. And the, the cigar is $8.75. Also, 92 points to Robusto. 92 points, 875, man. That's, that's amazing. That's a great cigar. You know what's great about that particular cigar? And by the way, there's a bunch of great cigars. Yeah, yeah oh, sure. every, everything on this page. I mean, 91 and up. They're everything all great. is good. Uh, but uh, that cigar for golf is perfect. Because, you know, sometimes a golf cigar, it, it can be too mild because you don't want it to be too. Like, I, I wouldn't smoke this on the golf course. I wouldn't. No, right? no. Because you're kind of wasting you're a not very, appreciate very good it. cigar, uh, which with a lot of flavor and a lot of intensity. That's not good. And you're you know, throwing it on the grass. It, so you typically pick, I pick typically Connecticut, you know, or light colored Habanos for the golf course, but they typically don't have enough flavor. This one is, is like a, it's an, it's like an anti Connecticut, ah. you know, it's a Connecticut that has tons of flavor. It's delicious. And uh, so, yeah, I think that's a great choice. I thought you were going to go with the Casa Magna. Palapa Claro, because yeah. you are such a Casa Magna guy. From a value perspective, I think that's all-time great values is is that. But but again, I think the the flavors that you get from here, uh, I wouldn't use it for a golf cigar. I'm that. I use I smoke shittier cigars when I play golf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Oliva Serie V Lancero Ooh. to get a. It's again 92 points Lancero seven by 38 to get a Lancero that is so consistently good. Uh, and flavorful at eight dollars and sixty one cents. 
Camp Eater. Is unheard of. And that's your jam anyway. You love Lanceros. I love Lanceros. And, and yeah, I mean, they. So the reason that we like Lanceros, uh, for those people that like Lanceros, uh, it's because the ratio of wrapper to filler is is more favorable to the wrapper, mm-hmm. right? Than than something as say as thick as this. Geek alert. Yeah, yeah, it's a little it's a little geeky, but man, the the wrapper is the most expensive tobacco in the whole thing. Right. I, if I can have a higher ratio of it, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that every time. So that all the cigars on this page are are amazing. So yeah, you can you. By the way, you can get this on. Uh, you can not only can you buy the issue online if you want to see this and everything else in it, but you can also find the Inflation Buster on our website. Oh, Just, okay. Yeah, go right to our website and search for Inflation Buster, and you'll find this segment. And we'll be adding the other ones on shortly. But I challenge you. What if we want to go lower than nine dollars? Oh, lower than nine dollars. Let's go lower. I give you the July <laughs> August issue. Is the Price Is Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> The July August has nine cigars uh, under seven bucks, rated this time ninety or higher, because you Perfect. you know it, it is tough to find mm-hmm. uh, under seven dollars. Seven is a is a pretty low price point today, twenty twenty two. Absolutely. And so so let's do it again. What uh what do you got on this on this list, Jimmy? I think you you let the cat out of the bag. Well, the, the the Oliva Seria G Seria Hey, that's that's always my favorite. I just love the way I just love everything about it. You know, it, it's first of all it's a torpedo, and I'm always a big torpedo person. So anytime I can get my hands on a torpedo, I love it. I just love the way it feels in the hands. It's so smooth, such a nice, to me, that's one of those, you can be sitting in the lounge enjoying it, or you can be in an activity. You could be walking around. I'd golf with a Sedia G. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, who am I kidding? I'd drive the cart with a Sedia G and watch you guys golf. What about you, Ivan? What you got? And learn new bad words. I just realized the cigar I was going to pick is made by the same manufacturer. Yep. And I- <laughs> so I'll switch it up uh, because there's plenty here to pick from. I'll go Hoya Black. Mm. Hoya Black. Yeah, you smoked Ho- one yesterday. Love it. It's a great little cigar. So that one is uh, Hoya Black in a six and a quarter by 46 Nocturno size. Great little size. Excellent, right? It's 91 points for $6.70. The Oliva Serie G, 91 points, $6.56 in the Torpedo. Yeah, those are those are killer smokes. Uh, and I'm going to go with, I mean, it's the same one that you would pick, JFR, right? No. Or were you going HVC? Punk HVC Punk Yeah, those, those, <laughs> both of those are excellent. Uh, but the JFR, so JFR is a cigar that you can only get at brick and mortar retailers. Hmm. And it's a cigar that was created from the get-go to be a, a value cigar. So it doesn't, you know, it comes in big muscles. I think nowadays they, they may put them in, in boxes. But uh, again, it's it's a super consistent cigar. Uh Six ninety nine for uh, a ninety point super total six and a half by fifty two. That's a lot of cigar for seven bucks. So I, I think that's that would be my choice there. But so, uh, yeah, all of these are great. So it, so it just goes to show you. It, it's like you know that's the one thing about the cigar world. Again, they don't have to be the most expensive. They can be. You can smoke on a budget. You can have a great cigar. And again, check it out. Cigarsnobmag.com, The Inflation Buster section. It's always there. One more thing. I think, I mean, obviously, we're the best resource for mm-hmm. cigar information you have. But another resource you have are your retailers, your local retailers. I mean, that's one of the benefits of, you know, definitely not buying online. You're going into your local retail shop. You can tell them what you like. You tell them what price points you're looking for, and they can direct you into the the, the cigar that you're looking for. And I think that's a great resource to that's use. A, that's a great call, you know, because... 
you know, in cigars, it's very hard, just like in wine, right? It's You can be deceived by labels, and, and mm-hmm. it's very hard to just walk in, look at something, and know that it's going to be good. Because tobacco, you know, it's not easy. You have to buy good tobacco or grow grow and process good tobacco to make good cigars. You can underfill the cigar, and that would remove some of the value from it. You know, you get, a lot of bad things can happen that the cigar looks right on the surface, but is not great when you when you light it. So it's very hard, and you have to lean on on either publications or podcasts, uh, or your brick and mortar retailer, right? Like the tobacconist; those guys know their inventory. They know, right. uh, and if you're regular there, they start to know what you like, right? So, so that that's a really good point. Like lean on the on the brick and mortar retailer to to point you in the right direction on that front. Yeah, and, and Kate, I hope that answered your question. And again, you're going to get a nice little uh, surprise for 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 chiming in. You know, if if there's a cigar question that you'd like answered, you know, you can submit it to questions questions at cigarsnobmag.com. And if we read and answer your question like we did with Cade, what happens? You get a Cigar Snob swag pack. Oh, Cade. So it's a win-win for you, my brother. That's so right. I, I so hope, keep the questions coming, guys. Yeah, I hope I hope it answered I, it. I hope you found it. some new stuff to uh, expand the palate. And that's what we're here for. You know, I didn't tell you guys. I ran into a very good friend of ours the other day. It was my brother-in-law's 53rd birthday. Nice. And we were hanging out at this place that we've all been to here in Coral Gables called Bay 13. Love that place. Amazing. It's an Australian, like, it's a restaurant. Yeah, restaurant, bar. Has great food, tremendous bar, and then they have this great little patio out back where you can smoke. And I ran into a friend of ours, René Castañeda, the president of Villager Cigars North America. And as good of a friend as he is, he handed me a Villager <laughs> Miami 2022. That's as a good friend, you know. That's a good friend. Tremendous friend, right? So it's a great cigar. It's my new favorite Villager cigar, actually. And, and you know, I didn't know what the reason was why it was named Miami. And it's because it's the exact cigar he hands out to guests who visit him in his Miami office. He's very proud of the cigar, as he should be. It's 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 an awesome cigar. I love it. Yeah. Uh, we've rated it highly. We rated the Lancero and the, the Robusto. Excellent yeah, smoke. Both great. The cigar is made at the Avam Cigar Factory in the Dominican Republic and is a very limited edition project, which uses the best aged tobacco from 2015 and 2016. The Villager Miami 2022 is a solid, mild to medium strength cigar, which is well-balanced and full of flavor. The wrapper is an Ecuadorian Connecticut Desflorado, and the binder and filler are both from the Dominican Republic. With notes of oak, walnut, leather, and rich possession of brown sugar and almonds with a creamy and easygoing finish with hints of honey, it's a very clean smoke, and on the palate, it's simply delicious. Production is limited to 500 boxes of each of the sizes. There's the, La- the Laguito number 1, which is my favorite, which is the Lancero, yep. uh, 7.5 by 38, and a Robusto that comes in a 5 by 50, both of which come in 10-count boxes. I promise you, go out and try the cigar. You're going to love it. Villager Miami 2022. Sold. I'm in. Oh, yeah. I'm in. So we'll, we'll, we'll do a post-production meeting over at Bay 13. That'll be it. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Clearly, clearly that's, what that, that's what's in order here. I am in. All right. So now it's time to, we've got the Monty. Time to get a little vino to spice things up. And now, Perfect Pairings, brought to you by Total Wine and More. Bring out the booze. Now, let me tell you something. Look, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Who's... Who's got a better job than me? So <laughs> nobody. So we know your jam 
for most of your drinking preferences, but I don't think I know anything about wine. Do, do you do you like wine? I love wine. Oh, cool. I absolutely love wine. Um, I used to be a big red wine guy, okay? And then I had a, I had a weight loss surgery. Yep. And and the doctor told me there will be something that you used to like that you don't like, whether it be shrimp or whether it be – and the red wine would always kind of upset my tummy. I don't know if it was the, tan, the, the tannins or what, yeah. so I always stuck with white wine. But because I'm a trooper and I'm, a, I'm disciplined, <laughs> I've powered through it, and now red wine is, is, is slowly becoming – Back into back the into, rotation, because, yeah. you know – there, there's discipline involved. Sure. Right? So Good job. I see right here three red South American wine. That's right. So let's start with with A. Let's go with A, yep. All right. So normally what we do quick, is- Quick uh, full disclosure. Mm-hmm. All three of these are in different glasses. Yeah, that's okay. All right. Okay. We, uh, we, need a, we need a glass sponsor. We need like Riedel oh. to jump up here. And- Not solo. <laughs> Did we put up like instead of the bat sign, we put up the dollar bill yep, sign yep. The, out there to see? So we have a ton of glasses. I don't know. I mean, we have a tremendous amount of glasses, but we don't have nine of the exact same okay. wine glass. Wow. So full disclosure, I love wine. I drink a lot of wine. Yes, you do. But I do not drink South American wine. Oh. Yeah, I, I used to. I took a wine and culture class in in college, yeah. and I. And I went in there and they're like, what do you know about wine? And I go, I don't like uh, Chilean wine and I like Cabernets. And, you know, and that was the the extent of my knowledge. Right. And after the, the course was done, I, I became much well-versed. But I'm very interested to see how these do. Yes. I mean, because I'll tell you what, the only South American wine that I had known until I started drinking wine was, and Argentina's got a huge wine culture. Of course. And Absolutely. Mendoza. I don't know what kind of accent that was. In Mendoza, yeah, Che, Che, che Mendoza. Oh, you just threw a Che in there. Yeah, che that's it. Automatically, that's it. It became Primo Argentina. Huevito, che. <laughs> Shout out to, the, to all our folks in Buenos Aires that listen to us. All right, so normally what we do when we have like uh, scotches or the bourbons or, you know, we, we take We a, drink it fast. We do an, yes. We do, <laughs> we do, we do a nose <laughs> test. So, so let's start with this and see, what's, uh, see what the nose knows. So what do you got, sommelier Ivan? My glass sucks. I can't smell. I'm drinking out of a rocks glass. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It's hey, hard to get. Seriously, it is hard. It's we're, hard. we're a show of the, the people. Nose. Show of the people. It, it It is maybe just a glass, but it's kind of thin on the nose. Yes. I'm not getting a lot on the nose. I think right. I think it might be the glass. Well, then let's get right to the, to the so drinking So these part. are all uh, wines that, that Total Wine sent us for our five to try segment. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so we have a ton of wines to choose from. And so we'll see. I, I don't know what Yami picked here. So it's a very light, like plum. But they were all very good. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting like a light plum on the nose. Yeah. Like a thinned out plum, right? It's not like super intense. Like if you were talking about the cigar, how the cigar's flavors are very sure. intense and mm-hmm. full flavored. On the nose, right out of the gate, this is not so full. It's it's kind of easy going and on. And this will be a challenge for these wines to compete with the the sort of medium plus full bodiedness of the Monte Cristo. So cheers. Cheers. So so acidity. Salute. Uh, there is definitely salut. definitely acidity. Acidity, uh fruit. Um not not full body. It's a literal uh, it's it's a lighter bodied wine. Same thing that you got on the nose. It's yeah. kind of coming through on the palate. There is acidity. Light tan. I mean, there's some tannins there, but not, but not, not a ton. No. Uh, but I just feel like I feel maybe. like the 
like the the mid is kind of kind of empty. You okay. know, you get like that that sweetness on the front, and you get the bitterness on the sides. But the mid palate is kind of empty-ish. Yeah, it just we'll kind of does with the cigar. It just kind of lays there. It just kind of you know, it's nice. It's a nice. It's a nice wine. Almost almost feels like a. And, and I don't mean this in, in any disrespect. Almost feels like a house wine. It does. You know, fair. Yeah. Let's let's see what it does with the cigar. So wine first, cigar second. I think I lost some of the chocolate. All right, so I just took a puff. Now I'm taking a drink. It tastes like a good house wine. Like, you know, it would go well with some like grilled meats and stuff. Yeah. And Yeah, I think you're right. Like that acidity would probably work really well with a steak. Right, because it, it it breaks down that that fattiness of the steak. Yeah, I mean, and the, it, and the cigar is good with it too. Yeah, no problem with no it. No problem. It just uh, yeah, it doesn't make it bad or anything. Yeah, no. I don't think it complements it. I don't think it yeah. takes anything away from it. They're almost kind of independent of each other. Right. You're having a cigar and you're having a wine. I don't think I would want to pair these just no. because I think you want more of an experience. Yeah, but you if know? you served it to me and I was smoking sure. a cigar. It wouldn't like ruin my night. Well, I think like you and me, I don't think anybody would ever say no to anytime somebody. Would you like to do? Yes. <laughs> would you like it? Yes. yes. Of course. It's free. Oh, wow. Well, it just let, it, let me have two. It tastes less expensive than the cigar. That that's yes. a good point. Yeah. Yes. And you know, and again, we again, no insult meaning by house wine is just you know, it just. I think it, you were it, insulting. I mean, there, I'm there's, I'm not, go there's nothing I would say, say. You were insulting the winemaker. No, 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 no. The winemaker. Uh, I would never insult anybody that gives me wine. So, well, all right. Remember so. the the house wine I ordered at Bouchon. I'll have a glass of the house wine, and it was forty bucks. Yeah, forty dollars <laughs> a glass. <laughs> a glass. You're like, wait a minute. I told him I could have bought the bottle, <laughs> and he's like, No, you couldn't. No, sir. I couldn't. No, you could not. <laughs> all right, so let's go over to B. B is in your more traditional wine glass. Now, the one thing everybody asks is, okay, so, so when you yeah, do the little is- spin a rooney here, what are you what are you looking for when you spin that wine in the glass? Yeah, you're looking for that 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 oiliness of the wine. You're looking for those legs. How are they coming down there? I think it's easier to aerate, also. Yeah. So the these uh we don't know the the years of these wines, but let's say a wine's been in a bottle for I don't know four or five years, six, seven, mm-hmm. eight years, whatever it is. Um, yeah, you want to give it a little bit of oxygen. Oxygen is good for wine until it's bad for wine, right? Okay. When you open the bottle, that's why you're letting it. Breathe, right? As as they say, the oxygen is good for the wine. It's allowing it to develop, but then it can continue. If you just imagine leaving a bottle open for eight hours, ten hours, that's that's not good anymore, right? Now the oxygen became a detriment. Now maybe this is a bad example. It's kind of like a banana. You 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 peel the banana and you eat it and you eat it, and you eat it but after a while, things going to go brown on you, right? So that's where oxygen is a detriment. Hey, hey, hey. I like that. I like what hey, you're doing. Hey, hey, I didn't know hat. where you're going with the banana. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> big hat, big brain. See how that works? All right. So let's drink it. Now, this smells delicious, by the way. So the, I, I already took a sip of it. It's I find this to be better. It's it's uh, more fruit forward. It has more more complexity to it. Yeah. By leaps and bounds. Yeah. It's it's oh, uh, delicious. It's very good. Again, like I like to say, it takes up more real estate. On your palate, right? It's filling every nook and cranny there. And I love very sort nice. of the how uh, how it stays at the very end, sort of that little it lingers, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's a good kind of linger. It, it's kind of it almost tastes better for me 
after you're done and you just let it sort of linger in your, on your tongue and in your mouth, it's, it's amazing. Oh, this is great wine. It's really nice with the cigar too. I got to see what it does here. This is great. Yeah, the the fruitiness of the of the wine, that fruit forwardness that Ivan was talking about, really complements the cigar nicely. This tastes more expensive. Uh, that is that is a nice cigar. Is delicious with it. Oh yeah, this is like perfect. This is peanut butter and jelly right here. Are you having that last stone crab? <laughs> so yes, <laughs> the other way, going back the other way from cigar to the wine, the wine does lose a bit. Go 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 cigar then wine. The wine does lose a little bit. But, you know, in, in the case of a pairing, when you're doing that, you know, if you find that the that one item, like, is a detriment to the other, you could just slow it down, right? You could you could take your puff, let let the the cigars finish, finish out. Oh, you're right. It's, a, it's then, a completely different experience. Yeah, and yeah, you lose a lot of the fruit. It's really nice going cigar to wine, but then when you go back the other way, not as not as nice, but again, you could just let the finish of the cigar just finish out, and then take your sip, and then you're you're kind of fine. Or just go back to back sip, boom boom, machine gun it, machine as they would say in the great country of Mexico, machine. Machi but man, that that yeah, wine is two, nice. These two are great. These two are great, and you know, I don't know what that wine is, but that's nice. Yeah, yeah so far. All right, you guys ready to go? With, uh, All right, let's see what C, C does with the funkiest cup of the bunch. Yeah, this was a uh, this was this, this was actually a glass that Riedel did send us. Really? Yeah, this is a Riedel Cabernet glass. Really, it looks like a science yeah, experiment for, beaker. It is for for it's, full it's, it's, full disclosure. I have another rocks glass. I have the same glass as A. So, Your Honor, you can stick your whole chin in this glass. <laughs> That's a different show. <laughs> Smells great. Uh, not getting a lot on the nose. Mm -mm. I think it smells pretty good. Uh, yeah, uh, different. Yeah, more acidic than uh, than B. Yeah, uh, oh, or than more acidic than A. Than, even than A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Uh, I'm I'm on B. I think <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, sure. I think my comments are pretty See, obvious I, that I I'm think, on. B. I think for for me C. At least just drinking the wine without having yeah. introduced a cigar to it, it's very. I don't. I don't know if I would drink this wine at all. I don't like the way it finishes. I don't like it either. It, I don't like the way it lays there. A. It has like a like a like a slight sourness. Yeah, sour. uh, back here on the on the yeah. A for as thin as it was, at least had a little bit of the the ending of it yeah. stayed with you. It was enjoyable. This, it was light. Yeah, it was, this it was, I don't know. This feels this feels heavy, and oh. at the same time, doesn't exactly finish I'm the way you. I would like it. I'm with you. So maybe let's introduce the cigar. Maybe that will change things up a little bit. I doubt it. So we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I, yeah. I don't, Hashtag I don't, I don't optimism. <laughs> All right. So there there was the puff. I'll tell you one thing that the wine does. I mean, I'm always looking for the positive here. What the wine does is that, like that touch of sourness that it has. Yeah, it your mouth waters like crazy. Have you? Did you notice that? Just take a sip of the wine. Yeah, 
and let it sit for a bit, like aerate it a little bit, and then swallow it. And it's like, you get a rush of saliva in your mouth. Yeah, Wouldn't be able to drink a lot of this. And, and, and it plays, and, and it doesn't play at all with the cigar. No. Not at all. Not at all. But again, on, on just trying to find a positive, uh, some people like that sure. sourness. Sure. I mean, everything uh, is subjective just because yeah. we might not like it. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe that's you, maybe that's what you like. Maybe you like a little sourness, you know, in your life. <laughs> okay, Jimmy. <laughs> All right, let's get let you, you guys. Wait, are we talking about me or are we talking about the yeah. one? What are we talking about here? <laughs> All right, so it looks like B A C. Yeah, is that the fair Definite assessment across the board? Yeah. All right, let's go to the big reveal in Yami. Woohoo! All right, so Yami is here Woo-hoo. for the big reveal, and let's see what we got. These are slightly easier to pronounce, I'm yeah, guessing, because they're South American. Hello, hello. <laughs> I love the glasses. The glasses are the best. It's always like, what is Yami's glasses this week? I love it. Everybody can see them this time. <laughs> All the glasses reference, nobody, nobody's been able to see them up till now. I know, right? What I, what I always love is when you, when you see people for the first time, you've been hearing them, and you're like, that's what that dude looks like? Yeah. I apologize for me. <laughs> Yami, what All you right. got? Let's see. Uh, A, you got the Pisano RPF 2017 from Uruguay. Uruguayo. Uruguayo. La Garra Charruya. There it is. <laughs> and that's 14% alcohol. Then B, yeah, Catena Zapata Malbec. Argentina. Very nice. Argentinian. It's a cool label, There's too. There's a lot going on in this one. Yeah, label. that's Look a at this very song. cool label. That that's was a fantastic a, wine. That's 2019, 40% alcohol as well. And the last one is a Chaval Ferrer Finca Altamira, 2016, Argentinian as well. Ah, che. There you go. So, <laughs> che, boludo. Che, que pasa, che. And that's 14.5. 2016, Altamira. Yes. Very nice. That's a highly rated wine. And yep. yet we uh we spoke very <laughs> disparagingly <laughs> about Yami it. Yami just danced her way out of here. Yeah. So this this B, this Catena Zapata Malbec de Argentino. It is the most expensive one of the My God, it is. There is a there's a lot going on here. There is a lot going on on this label. Look at this. Uh yeah, the the label I remember that one is a uh, is the story of Phylloxera. Yeah, exactly. Of uh, of how the Malbec grape was uh, was spared from phylloxera, the phylloxera uh, plague in France, and so it's that's what that label is kind of like a, a the whole story of it. Anyway, it's very interesting. Yeah, that fantastic wine, and uh, you know, big surprise that that Uruguayan wine, the RPF, Did the Reserva, than, yeah, Personal or something like. What is it? It says it's RPF stands for something. It's uh, Reserva. Personal de la Familia, RPF. Uh, <clears throat> that's a right. Tanat is the grape. I saw that. Uh, so that's that. That's a, a grape that they say is higher in um, in the in the healthy compounds of wine. Uh, you know, I am. Uh, I don't remember the exact names, it, 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 but it's like polyphenols or or it cures impotence. I think. Oh, okay. There you go. That's what it does. And, w- and what gets me is if, <laughs> if don't listen to that. <laughs> Everybody talks about ooh aged wine, and I'll tell you the one that we like the best is the youngest. Was it it's, the it's youngest? A, it's a 2019. 2019, yeah, but it's man, the most expensive one. That though. thing is sure. fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's, it's amazing. I'm so in. you want to let's let's get some MSRPs on that. Give me one all right. second. All right, all right. Speak amongst yourselves, gentlemen. So uh, yeah, 
I didn't know you were a wine guy, man. I'm well, very excited. I love, I, no, I, I want to get as much into the wine world as I can. Oh, man. We should have brought a cheese plate out oh, for man. this. Some prosciutto. Oof. Some salami. Serrano. Some jamón de serrano. All right. Go. So the, uh, the Catena oh, yes, Zapata uh, Malbec Argentino, uh, the one they have here on the website is the 2018, and that's a 2019. Mm-hmm. We'll just go with the pricing of the 2018 because that's all we have. Uh, that one's $119.99. Wow. Yeah. Worth every drop, by the way. The, uh, what do you call that one? Pisano? The RPF? Yeah. yeah. Pisano, RPF, not- Tenet. Tenet? 2017. Man, that is not expensive. That is uh, Pisano Tanat RPF is twenty three ninety nine. Not bad. That's a pretty good deal, man. For and, that, and this yeah. is the one we said that was kind of like a house wine, which is which is yeah. great, right? Yeah, well, that's, there's nothing wrong pretty with that. Pretty accurate. And the Achaval Ferrer Finca Altamira twenty sixteen twenty sixteen is one nineteen ninety nine. Wow. So again, that I know that that's a highly rated wine. I know the Very I know the rated. name. Yeah. Uh, but maybe it's a, not for it's above our pay grade. Uh, you know what I say sometimes? Like sometimes products can be above our palate. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I, I trust the the sommeliers that taste that do these tastings and stuff, I trust those guys. But that doesn't mean that I a hundred percent agree right. with them. Like where my palate is at, and we drink a lot of wine. We drink a lot of different booze. We we drink a lot while thinking about it. Right, because it's one thing to say, "Oh no, I drink a lot of wine." Pouring bottles, we drink while thinking because we do a lot of pairings and tastings. And so, if it's above my palate, man, that's—I mean, I, I, again, I know I trust those guys, but it's above my. Palate. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm a big Malbec guy. By the way, that's a 97 yeah. rated. I just saw that 97 mm. rated that Achaval Ferrer. Wow! Let me try that thing again. Yeah, right. Like you, it might you be like, uh, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe we. We didn't give it enough time, maybe, but it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, morning, morning. Oh, it's a bueno esto. That's very good. One nineteen, give us more, <laughs> and put it on the Underhills account, please. I like the cut of your jib. Oh, that's much more fruit than before. <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> but there is a, there is a the. Okay, so here's one thing. So we're talking about above our palate. Talking about practice. We talk about practice. So the standard Achaval Ferrer, uh, Ferrer Malbec, uh, which is the lower grade version of that one, we drank that one too, and we loved it. We absolutely loved it. Like that one was in our wheelhouse, and that one's twenty two ninety nine. Wow! So we got cheap taste. We got cheap taste apparently. And again, again, there isn't. A, we're not saying there's a, there's something wrong with A, B, or C. It's just what your palate. And ultimately, for this exercise, it how it works with the with the Monte Cristo. And right now, it's B, the yeah, Malbec by far by a country mile. And you and you can't go wrong to me. Can't go wrong with a Malbec. Can't go wrong. And hey, as always, Perfect Pairings is brought to you by Total Wine and More, where you'll always find the right bottle at the right price with their lowest price guarantee. You visit Total Wine and More at totalwine.com. dot com. All right. Now it's time to bring in a the fourth member yep. of the show, a gentleman, a scholar, and one of the nicest people you're going to find, Rafael Nodal. All right. So we are here with Mr. Rafael Nodal of Altidus USA. Rafa, welcome to the show. It's not your first time, but welcome back. Hey, Eric. Thank you very much for having me. What an honor. 
It always is. Thank you. No, man. Thank you. So your your position at all to this USA is head of product capability. I love that. I love that title. It's a very corporate sounding title for a guy who spends his days smoking cigars. You know, basically, that's what it means. That's what it means. It's uh, it really means to smoke a lot of cigars. That's that's what that title means. I love that. <laughs> but um, but so tell tell the people who maybe haven't heard other interviews with you before. Uh, just a little bit about your history, right? So how, a brief history of how you got to this point. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so I started a long time ago, as you know, uh, making cigars first with Olivero cigars, then uh, swag, then uh, finally aging room, which had really put us a little bit and uh, on the map and people really took notice of the cigars. And then uh, we came out with um, with an agreement, a strategic agreement with uh, Altis USA, which basically they distribute the aging room cigar. And I took in this position of this fantastic title, corporate title that you that you say, which is uh, head of product capability. And uh, now in addition to that, I had the marketing department. Uh, so finally, uh, my responsibility is, is making the blends, working with our factory partners. We have two factories, one in Dominican Republic, one in um, in Honduras, Tabacalera Garcia, which is over 55 years of history there, um, and uh, Flor de Copan in Honduras, also 45 years celebrating the anniversary this year. It's amazing. But we don't have factories in Nicaragua, so we get to work with fantastic partners like the Placencia family and our good friends, A.J. Fernandez in in Nicaragua. So that that is basically, in, it, uh, in a nutshell, the history of... Uh, or Rafael on the cigar journey. Yeah. So, so then you know Mon Monte Cristo, which is the cigar that that we're smoking. It's the cigar we smoked on the show. It's it's a it's a cigar that got number three cigar of the year in our publication last year with ninety four points. Fantastic score. Uh, the interesting thing is that cigar was rated, you know, probably around you know September or so uh, last year. And it was, and we loved it, and it qualified for the running for top for the top twenty five. Then we tasted it again towards the end of the year. Scores incredibly well, ninety four points. And here we are now. This is November, and we're smoking it again. And I gotta tell you, it is still rock solid. It's still an awesome blend. I, I mean, it's not easy yeah. to. It's easy to make one a good cigar once. Anybody can that, do it. Not anybody can do it, but most people can do it once. Yeah. But over and over, and it still be this good is really impressive, man. We, we are we are really happy. And first of all, thank you. Great rating, ninety four, number three of the cigars. Uh, you got some fantastic cigar on that list. Uh, we are, we're really happy. We uh, uh, we designed this blend, um, and and we introduced this project for uh, celebrating the the eighty fifth anniversary of Monte Cristo. Monte Cristo started in Cuba in nineteen thirty five. Uh, so when listen, when you make a blend for a cigar, it's always difficult, but you have a lot of uh, leeway. But when you make a blend for Monte Cristo and especially celebrating the 85th anniversary, I was uh, at nerve wracking. I, you know, I my whole goal in life is be the stewards of the brand, but really not destroy the brand, which is, you know, if uh, if we don't destroy the brand, that's fantastic. We do leave it better than we took it. It's, it's even better. Um, and then we partner with our friend 
A.J. Fernandez in Nicaragua. Since we thought of the project, we thought of A.J. Fernandez. We have been making, as you know, some fantastic blends there. And um, A.J. and I uh, really developed this blend as a reinterpretation of what the blend should have been or would have been back in 1935 using today's tobacco. So you know, it, it, it was uh, it's funny because we we were we did a lot of research what tobacco they were using, what seeds they were using, the the aging process, and and then we reinterpreted that we wanted to push a reinterpretation because obviously it's uh, very difficult to recreate something. You know? Man, that's uh, that's incredible. Yeah, I was going to ask you about how, and you you kind of you got ahead of me there, but. I was going to ask you how, you know, what does that mean to you, right? To be, again, as you said, the steward of this brand, you know, Monte Cristo is arguably the most storied of Cuban brands, right? Of, of cigar brands in general, right? When you talk to, when you talk to people in any walk of life and you, and, and they, they're an old cigar smoker, you ask them, oh, what do you, what's your favorite cigar? Man, nine times out of 10, they blurt out Monte Cristo number two, you know, like people right. just, it, it rolls off their tongue like, yeah, Monte Cristo number two. That's my favorite cigar. You know, Monte right. number two. You hear that a lot. And uh, and for you to be a Cuban guy, uh, you and AJ both, to be a couple of Cuban guys who, you know, are are taking care of this brand. It's like, a you know, being a steward of this brand is like taking care of a, of a baby and taking them from, you know, birth to whenever you're done in this business. And, you know, where did you where did you take them to? Right. Did you did you take them to a good place or did you drive them off a cliff? Oh, we screwed it up. Uh, yeah. Which is, yeah. You know, always the difficulty. No, listen. So what does that for mean someone, to you? You know, well, for someone, you know, my story for someone that came from Cuba in a little boat during the market ball leaf night. 80 that came with a lot of dreams from Cuba. Uh, cigars were the further thing in my in my mind. Uh, uh, but finally, when I got here, now be able to work with amazing brands. Uh, and having given that opportunity with my boss, uh, Javier Estades, president of Tabacalera USA, giving the opportunity to work on these amazing blends with an amazing team of people uh, to be able to create. I'm a creator at heart. I'm a musician, so I'm I like, I'm an artist, I wanted to create, I've been able to work on the cigars, create plans, create concepts. Uh, in the Monte Cristo one that is from Cuba, that um, it is amazing. By the way, I, I think I mentioned to you before uh, that last few days I had an, a, a great opportunity to smoke in 1935 Monte Cristo with, uh, with Benji Menendez, who was in charge of the Shortman factory in Cuba. Yeah, what that used to make the the Monte Cristo, and by the way, this guy is uh, one of the few living legends in the industry. And uh, I was so nervous to smoke the cigar. We had some friends that uh, made that meeting happen, and uh, and he smoked the cigar, and he told me it is very, very good. So I, you know, that perhaps. I, Getting the rating is great, and I appreciate it, owner. But having the opportunity to have Benjamin ended, saying that he liked the cigar, that was uh, that was great uh, for me. So we're very happy. It's uh, it's yeah. an amazing opportunity. Amazing opportunity. So, so then, let's just back up one second. Why, when you have as a company Altadis USA, uh, and this may be an uncomfortable question, I don't know, but. As a company, you have Tabacalera de Garcia in the Dominican Republic. You have 
um, the uh, Flor de Copan in Honduras. And yeah, you don't have a Nicaraguan factory. But why specifically AJ? Because you could have you could have worked with anyone, right? I mean, right. Any comp any cigar manufacturer out there will jump at the chance to work with Altidus, right? It's right, and, and to well, work. We're very lucky in that. We're very lucky in that respect. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right? So you were able to work with anyone. Why AJ? Well, uh, you know, it's interesting. As you know, Nicaragua origin cigars in the United States represent a very high percentage of the cigars being sold right now. Uh, the trend continues. Nicaragua is very strong. And not having the factory in Nicaragua, we have been expanding our portfolio of brands uh, origins in, uh, out of Nicaragua. And uh, the last uh, four years that I've been here, that's what we have been concentrated on expanding that with a series of releases uh, and or, like I say, sparkling the Nicaragua origin in some of our amazing brands. And so we wanted to do this for a couple of things. One is the type of tobacco, the type of uh, flavor profile that we were looking at. And AJ is a dreamer like I am. He loves challenging. And, uh, you know, it, it, for most people, for me, it was nerve-wracking to come up with this idea. And when I mentioned it to him, he just jumped into the into the seat and he said, great, let's, you know, let's start working on it. No, 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 this is for next week. No, 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 let's start now. And I had to extend my, my trip because um, we just started. So uh, the idea is the origin, the type of tobacco and the type of uh, flavor profile that we were looking at and uh, immediately thought of uh, AJ. There was no other idea from the beginning. We wanted to do that with him. Wow, that's incredible. And that's a testament to to the quality of product that he's putting out. He is, and, and making so many cigars and doing it at such a high level is, is in, incredibly impressive, right? Absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, just absolutely. like you, uh, from a different vantage point, but just like you, I, I visit just about every cigar factory out there. And and to see someone doing it at that level already for this amount of time uh, is incredibly impressive, man. Absolutely. And, you know, we put a lot of blends, a lot of projects every every year. We have a big portfolio of brands, so there's a lot of projects that we do. But being able to be different every time, to really have a philosophy of flavor for Romeo and Juliet, for Monte Cristo, for A. Shortman, for for Henry Clay, my own aging room cigars. So having a specific uh, uh, idea, so where we want to take uh, the consumer in a journey uh, of, of different flavors, different aromas, because at the end of the day, Eric, listen, we make cigars, and there are a lot of people that make great cigars. Uh, we just want to be a little bit different. Uh, we try a little bit harder, and we want to provide the consumer um uh, an experience, a moment, and that's what we we try. And I think that's what the industry does uh, very well. Besides the making cigars, it creating moments for the consumers. That's a that's very well said. Um, so, what's what's in store for for Monte Cristo now? Let's say we're you know we're at the tail end of 2022. What's in store for 2023 for Monte Cristo? Any exciting news or? Oh, oh yeah. Well, it will be difficult to give you the actual details, but I have to tell you, I believe, and trust me when I say that I think the best is yet to come. We are working in a release for under this brand, an expansion that is going to be at the beginning of the year, uh, coming out also from AJ. We have some fantastic things coming from our factories in the 
um, in Dominican Republic because, you know, we just inaugurated a new factory in uh, uh, Tabacalera de Garcia, just moved to a new state-of-the-art factory. So we have some great projects coming out, out of there from amazing origins with a specific seeds. Um, we, I, I frankly believe it's so hard, you know, it's nerve-wracking because this year you do this good, next year you want to do good, yeah. and it's like uh, going to bat every time. And, you know, you know, if you follow baseball, there's only so much you can do every single time. So, and, uh, uh, but one thing that we have, and I think the company have, our team has, and our partners have, is passion for what we do. And we know we are given an amazing opportunity and we're going able to do this is, is something that we're really happy about. So, well, I can't wait to see what, what's in store early next year. So uh, thank you for that little tidbit. Now I'll be thinking about that. What the hell are they coming up with? Uh, and so, so let's wrap it up here with, so how can people find out more about Monte Cristo, about Monte Cristo 1935 and about Altidus? more broadly. Excellent. So you guys can visit Altis USA. It's A-L-T-A-D-I-S-U-S-A.com and have information about the brand also in our um, internet, uh, in our social media channels, Monte Cristo uh, underscore USA, uh, both on uh, uh, Facebook and Instagram and uh, uh, the Cigar Life it, uh, as well in the um, in uh, in Facebook, one of the things we're also trying to do is taking the message out, and and the digital era uh, is something that has catch up with us, and we want to make sure we contact the consumers at every single level and connect with them. We're very proud of that. Very good. All right. Well, thank you, Rafa. Thank you again for your time. Thank you for your passion for for the excitement you bring to this business. So I thank really appreciate for, appreciate your friendship. Thank you for having me here. Uh, you guys are great partners. We love what you guys do in the industry. At the end of the day, uh, as Carlos Fuentes says, it's all about the people and the people that smoke the cigar, that makes the cigar, the people that help us take the news like you, like you do. So thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. My pleasure. Thank you, brother. If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range, kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora Cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez, who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. 
Made in four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto. The La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one, and tell them Jasper sent you. All right, Jasper, thank you, and thank you to Rafael, of course, for spending a little time Absolute with us. Absolute gentleman, right? What a great dude, right? Awesome. I mean, there's just some people, you know, the, the one thing I have found in the cigar business, such great people, you know, you just, and it's You're always a treat right. to hang out with him, right? Yep, yep. So He's a he's a great dude. Like I said uh, earlier in the show, right? He's just been a great friend of the magazine, great friend of the podcast. Uh, we've had him before, very long time ago on the podcast, so I'm glad that we got him back. He's uh, He's a gem. And in our video debut. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about this. I hope you guys like the video thing. I mean, maybe not. Maybe now you get to see our faces and now our numbers drop. They're like, our numbers they're like, they're like, that's great. Where's the audio version of this? <laughs> Take me back to Spotify. <laughs> but listen, we're here for you every time you want to hang out with us. You can always go back to the old episodes as well. You know, the archives, if you missed anything, if you want to relive some stuff. All right, guys. So thanks to, thanks to Rafael, of course. We're finishing up here uh, the show, but we got to say how we're doing with this Monte Cristo 1935 anniversary. Ivan, where are you? How is it treating you? What's happening over there? I think I'm halfway into it. The cigars behaved very nicely. It's uh, been very consistent. The flavors, I don't know if they've ramped up or not. I think they're kind of kind of about the same. Still very good. They have Nothing has gotten like muddied or harsh no. or it's still very clean. It's... Uh, it has its like wood, uh, nut. I get maybe some honey now. Um, great cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, Jimmy? Well, it's it, it's Monte Cristo is doing Monte Cristo things. Rock solid, perfect. Um, I think you nailed it, Ivan. There's Manny, it. Manny being Manny, Manny That's Ramirez. It. That's it. You know, <laughs> it's it's very it's very just. It's, it's it's delicious. That's that's the only way I can explain it. It's 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 not at all. You know, the first thing I when you see the the color of the wrapper, you're like, oh my god, this is going to be a chest buster. This is going to be it's going to put me on my ass. No, it's great. No. It's it's it, it takes your hand. You go you go through a nice walk together. This is great. Whether you're you're at an uh, you know an event, maybe like a, a cocktail party. You know, to me, definitely, this is what you want to do. This is celebrating a good evening. It's classic. And it just, it never varies. It's so good. It's rock solid 100 as usual with the Monte Cristo. You, uh, Eric, what do you got? Yeah, I'm in this, I'm in the same boat, right? I mean, I, I don't want to just echo everything that you guys have been saying, but yeah, it is. It's a great smoke. Uh, it has continued to, uh, to perform. There's no drop off here. Uh, the flavors have changed a little bit, mm -hmm. right? Like in the beginning, it opens with all of that dark chocolate. So the dark chocolate has kind of settled a bit. And I think that the, the peppers and maybe a little bit more earth has has taken hold, but then so has the the that ripe fruit. So yeah, still very uh, very pleasurable cigar. Uh, yeah, I mean I got the only like thing I said, that I don't want to just like say the same thing. The only thing that could be better is if this thing gave me a back rub. That would be oh. the only thing <laughs> that could be better. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe something for Rafael and all the guys. Yeah, hey, sure. if you get all the guys to work out, on, yeah. if this thing could give me a back rub, you know, halfway through, sprouts out a little. Some strong, sturdy hands, and then you never know. <laughs> Listen, always a good time. And now the, the the part that is usually never scripted. Well, this show is barely, rarely ever scripted. What did we learn today? Eric Calvino, what did you learn today? Man, I was totally uh, taken aback by that Uruguay 
wine, Ooh. that Pisano RPF. I was, you know, when we did that segment, it was one of the ones that, you know, it was like, okay, whatever. And uh, I mean, in the magazine, but when we tasted it now blind, that was actually enjoyable. Like I could drink that. Uh, and and at the same time, that Cadena Zapata was just freaking outrageous. So 10 points, goal, hat trick. Yeah. Ivan? So I, I kind of knew that that there was a lot of demand for the inflation buster piece, but mm-hmm. now with you know with the with the yeah, feedback the that we've been getting, it, yeah. and the consumers asking for it, I I think that we're onto something here. I think it's a great resource to be able to go try new cigars, find out ones that you're really interested in. I mean, it's a it's a great piece, and I think it's a great value. Yeah, right. Like get out of your comfort zone and sure. try something else that you know is is already said to be good. Yeah. So yeah. we're gonna have to come up with more price uh, levels. Categories. For yeah. It. Yeah. And for, and for me, I always knew Ivan was a man of style, of influence, and 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 of worldly demeanor. But those glasses, oh, are the new shades, exceptional, oh. exceptional. I mean, I mean, I, I heard Yami saying, "Where did he get those glasses?" <laughs> and she said, "And that. Yami's saying that." Yeah. So for me, kudos, my friend. Thanks, man. Kudos, my friend. Hey, can I, I I do want to say something uh, real quick, not about what we learned today, but if someone is discovering this show on uh on a on a video platform like youtube or rumble or any of those uh and you like this content check out the i mean i know they're not video but check out the older episodes mm-hmm. on uh on spotify or apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast there's a ton of great shows back there that don't have video yeah. unfortunately i wish we would have but uh but we 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 take baby steps here that's the right. snob. we right. don't just jump oh there's a whole video revolution let's go no no hey hang on everybody we take our time. So you, you, you can enjoy the video that we're going to be, be pushing moving forward. And, of course, obviously, tons in the library of the Cigar Snob Magazine uh, podcast. So we thank you for being with us. Thanks, as always, to our executive producer, Nat, putting up with all our nonsense. Woo! And Yami, and, of course, Eric and Ivan. And thanks for putting up with me, you know, hanging out here with you guys. And, hey, a reminder that if uh, if you like the show, you know, give us five stars. Write a review. Definitely helps. Also, make sure to check out the YouTube channel where you're now you're going to be seeing this stuff. There, there's a new uh, unboxing there issue is. yep. uh, episode that's coming out as well. Uh, always lots of content uh, for you guys to get in and uh, use and and enjoy and and have a good time with. You know, at the very least, put a little smile on your face. Yep. All right, so that's it for this edition of the Cigar Snob Magazine podcast for my guys Eric Calvino, Ivan Ocampo. I'm merely Jim Rodriguez. Cheers. Later, y'all. See ya. You've been listening to the Cigar Snob Podcast. Tune in next time for more nonsense and chicanery. But in the meantime, you can find previous episodes of the podcast on cigarsnob.com slash podcast. Follow us at Cigar Snob Mag on all the social media platforms and be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcast. Until next time, hasta luego.